All right, guys, welcome back. So on this episode of the John Hollywood Show, I have Tina with me. Uh, this episode I recorded really late at night. Um, you can clearly tell that I'm pretty tired, but it's an exciting conversation. I left a lot more of the raw audio in this clip, and there's so many things to take from it. And it, we go from like so many different spectrums, it's crazy. But we're gonna get jumped right into it. The introduction is this, and you'll hear another one in the middle of the, the audio clip, but I'm telling you, you're gonna like this shit. Turn it on for your drive, turn it on for your trip to HEV, whatever, while you're cleaning. But I guarantee this one, you're gonna pull some crazy shit out of this. Once again, welcome back, and I hope you guys enjoy. The everyone, the thing is, people want answers. You know, it's kind of I was on a mom this the other day. I said, you know, people like think of like an, a murder case. You know, they want they want to find the murderer right away. They want mm-hmm. they want answer to where they'll put on anyone. You mm-hmm. know, but that's kind of like this. You know, like they don't they don't know where it came from. They don't know this. They don't know that. So people are like, I want answers. So I'm gonna. I'm going to think of this way and it's a conspiracy and this and that. That's just the most idiotic, you know, shit ever. It's like falling off a stupid tree and hit every damn branch on the way down. You are just, you can't argue with them. Never argue with a stupid person. We're going to reach and reach and reach and reach. They will beat you with experience. They really will, you know? Um, And it's so sad and heartbreaking. I posted a video the other day about how Asians are just getting attacked. I mean, acid poured on them stabbings beatings you know seeing that older older man and he's just crying you know he was like why are you doing this to me and everyone's just taunting him and beating him and i'm like oh i, I saw that earrings off hair up <laughs> like you know <laughs> oh, wear the fuck up you know i'm 32 years old but this is horrendous and this is not this is not right as us human beings so we just we got to get our shit together and we got to yeah. come out with this we, we can't go back to normal because normal wasn't working. No. You know, normal showed us it wasn't working so to improve every aspect of our life. Pure and simple, you know? So that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm like, okay, Tina, I was not put on this earth, paid bills and just die. Travel more, live more, love more, uh, eat less, <laughs> but do all the above, you know, 10 times 10. I mean, it it goes back to like slowing down. Like we're so caught up in the fucking, the, the routine. And then we kind of lose track of what we're doing on a regular basis because we're so caught up to, Hey, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do this. Well, we're so caught up in, you know, having a routine, like you say, but you know, also an image of, well, I had to look busy. Well, I have to do this. Well, I do that. You don't, you really don't. You need to just, slow it down, you know, refocus, reset. It's, it's kind of like our phones, you know, when our phones are about to die, we recharge it. This is what we need to do. We need to do that to ourselves, mm-hmm. recharge. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm really hoping that people get their shit together because um, <clears throat> if they don't, I'm going to start kicking some ass. <laughs> you know, that was a hundred percent me yesterday. Like I had, we had moved this weekend and then I had been working on all the other shit trying to get the place together. And then yesterday I was completely like, fuck it like I, I don't i need a, a brain break and i was completely tired emotionally and mentally and i was like you know what it's not going to be a good interview if i have i'm not in it like i'm i'm mentally like i want to go to fucking bed <laughs> no that that's how i was today you know um last couple of days you know it was raining so of course i stayed in but today i looked outside and i was like god it's such a beautiful day you know i'm i'm staying at our apartment up north and there's no one around me. You know, it's peaceful. It's quiet. So I can go for a run you know, on the back roads. No problem. But I was like, I just don't have the energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, maybe it's because I'm drinking like three sodas a day. I don't know. I don't know. But All like, the caffeine. Stuff. Just caffeine overload. Yeah. It's just, you know, my body was just like, Tina. And I told him, you know, I told a friend this. I said, I just, need a, I just need a rest. And they're like, that's all you've been doing. I said, mentally, no. No. I haven't. Yeah. I haven't reset. And today was that day. And again, I felt so bad. I'm seeing people at Barton Springs doing this and doing that. And I'm like, wow, how are you guys not tired? I'm tired. Like, <laughs> really? So today was one of those days. You know, tomorrow I'll see how I feel. But I'm not pushing myself to do the most. I'm not doing any of that. Because I do that. I'm going to do that when I go back to work. You know, when I go back into routine. I'm, I'm going to quarantine from my home. I'm not going to come home for a month. You know, like, yeah. it's going to be the opposite. And I'm going to wish I had one of these days again. Yeah. So 
it's like I take full advantage of it and I fully intend to. I mean, the first thing I'm going to do, and it kind of, again, kind of, you know, back to the subject of like, I'm kind of weary. Like, the, you know, people are going to rush out and go to the bars and do stuff. And I'm like, eh, I'm going to wait. You all get the first, you know, wind of air. See how, yeah. see how, you know, if it's good, I'll come out. I mean, that's and, definitely the best option for you, especially like you're going into that environment where it is the party. Yeah. You got to go back to the party. And the people that are going to go to a party don't give a shit about their mental health or their physical health. And they're like, you know what, fuck it, full sentence. Like, my immune system deserves to take a beating right now. Bring it, it on. It, Let's fucking it, go. Yeah, it deserves, a, you know, a break. And I have so many friends who are like, oh, I can't wait to get back, back in the club. And I can't wait to do this. And I can't wait to do that. And I'm like, why? What, what are you missing? What, what are you missing? Not just from, like, the party scene, but what are you missing from your own life? you feel the need to always go out and do that and have, you know, yourself busy, 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 busy to where you go home and forget all your own damn issues and you have enough issues for a fucking Playboy magazine, you know? This slow your roll, you know, like, I did that the other day. Uh, I had, like, a little setup. I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I was like, I'm gonna go bar hopping. I have some, I had some wine in my kitchen. I had in my, <laughs> the bedroom was, like, you know, my little Kahlua and hot chocolate. And I was going bar hopping. And I was like, oh, this one has some jazz music. Okay. And then I was like, oh, this one has all Tejano music. Oh, dun, 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 dun. You know? So you, you make your own, you make your own fun. You make your own world. You, you know, life is what you make of it. And if you decide that it should be based on the activities that you do outside of your home or, you know, all that, that that's up to you. But, um, Yo, that's fucking hilarious, though. Let's talk about how fucking funny that is. Like, you have one bar in the in the kitchen, one bar in the bathroom, one bar in the master bedroom. You got one bar on the patio. Like, I'm going to the fucking patio bar. Like, come on. Yeah, I, I was going for it. I mean, I'm, like, drinking it. Like, and so I have, you know, I have two phones. I had one over here, one here. I have YouTube on the, you know, TV. And then the bedroom TV has something else. So I was, I mean, I was always filling the line. I was like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Yeah, and then I would go like to the next room, and I was like, I was like, Biggie Smalls up in here, like <laughs> it was, it was insanity, you know, uh, it was pure insanity. But I, I love my own company, you know. Like my friends, are like, are you gonna be okay by yourself? Are you, are you shitting me? Hell yeah, I am. Get the fuck out. Like I'm waiting for you to go. Like go, just go. Just so one party, you know. I again, I really love my own company, and I, I did before, but more so now. You know, I'm making jokes of myself. I'm making fun of myself. I'm. I'm dancing, I'm laughing, and, you know, people are like, you're losing your shit, and I'm like, no, really, I'm, I'm finding myself, I'm finding who I need to be, I'm finding who I want to be, there's absolutely, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, and yeah, I may not do it in the way that you, what you would, but we're, you know, one thing you gotta get to know is, I'm not you, and then after that, the rest will make sense, you know? That's it, it. that is it, like, there's 100%, like, okay, if you're going to look outside, say I got a window right here. If you're going to look out my fucking window or look into my window and judge me for yep. what I'm doing inside of my house, then I don't need to hear what you're saying. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not hurting myself. Like there's absolutely nothing that I'm doing in here. That's fucking affecting you. No, there, close there's your eyes. If you don't like it or look away, yeah. look away or get, or get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> really get the fuck off my lawn. This is private property. Get the fuck off my it. lawn. You know, um, you know, what I'm doing is, you know, yeah, there's been a couple of nights where I've had way too much to drink. I mean, those, that, that Tejano bar really hits hard. <laughs> um, you know, that tequila, whoo, she gets me dirty. Um, <laughs> you know, and then, and so there's a couple of nights where, like, you know, I, I should not have been drinking that much, you know, um, you know, I'll hit people up and I'm like, what's your time? You know, people I shouldn't be hitting up, you know, good. Um. But aside from mistaken text messages. Yeah. And I wake up the next day and I'm like, you're beautiful. And they're like, we haven't talked for three years. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> Why? So aside that, you know, I'm not doing anything that's harming anyone. I'm not harming myself. Um, so as long as what you as long as your vices and your, you know, your choices do not cause harm to other people, then you're fine. You're free to chew, you're just not free of consequences in life. That's what people have to understand. Um with that being said, it's, it is what it is. And I'm, I'm here for it. You know, people are like, Oh, we have to go back you know, next week or two weeks. And I'm like, okay. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm calm. I'm calm about it. I get, okay. I'll go back. It'll happen. I'll, I'll, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, and then people are freaking out, you know, again, like with rent and, you know, we shouldn't have to pay rent. I see both sides of the spectrum because, you know, me, myself, I, I you know, I haven't worked in what, over a month. You know, I get it. Um, 
but at the same time they have to make money too and we should have we should have been a little smarter with our finances um that's what it's showing a lot of people that you know if you don't have two months rent in your savings you're not doing something right um you know you don't need to have ten thousand six thousand but come on you know now we learn to save we need to save you know um, of course, I'm a little biased because I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go traveling everywhere, <laughs> you know. But uh, it's also where I need to be way more financially stable because yeah. had I got sick, I could not afford to go to the hospital. Had this happened, I can't, you know, knock on wood, my mom could not afford a funeral if I passed or if she passed. And so, it really puts in perspective. You know, people are seeing it as such a tragedy, and it is. It's unfortunate that lives had to be taken in order for us to wake the fuck up. Well, I mean, like, it, it, it also goes into the same time, like, everybody's got the victim mentality, and everybody carries a victim, victim mentality on their shoulders. It might not be, spe like, specifically affecting them with the actual virus, but they're carrying that shit like it is. And it's, you don't have it. You wake up every day. Who gives a fuck if you lose everything that you have? I feel, yeah. I get, I know for a fact that you're going to get whatever you want back if you work hard enough to fucking either get it back or keep what you have. Exactly. You know, I was on the wake up list. I am so fucking blessed. You know, that alone is a blessing. I, I could lose shit. You know, I've, I've lost, I've lost a car before. I've lost this before. I've lost that before. Okay. Then that just means I got to work my ass off for it again. That's a great but story about how you lost a car before. I know. Uh, <laughs> I know people are like, oh, dude, I lost my car. I'm like, no, did you literally lose it? <laughs> it wasn't there. Um, Anyways, yeah. hold on, hold on. We're gonna pause. Time out because I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, do an intro and then we're gonna start and then we're gonna go. We're gonna roll from there Perfect. because we could fucking we could like completely keep going forever. But I feel like so I'm gonna cut some of the stuff from the earlier clips and then we're just gonna we're gonna roll from what we what we go from after I do the intro. Perfect. Down for it. Here for it all. Fucking lost a car. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Shit. They found it in Round Rock, but it's gutted. Yeah. Oh, it's my like bath. He's like, I've lost my car before. Not the way I did. <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Texas. Hold my beer. Oh my god. <clears throat> Okay, so this is the John Hollywood Show. This is John Hollywood Show After Dark. If this is your first time joining me, welcome. If, it, if you're coming back to join me for another episode, welcome back. Today, I should be asleep. It's fucking 10.03 p.m. I have Tina with me. We have been on a fucking terror for the last 20 minutes, and I'm super excited about this shit. Like, I promise you, this shit is going to be good. We literally just talked about how you lose a car. How do you fucking lose a car? Anyways, let me introduce Tina. Tina, this is Tina. She's over there. And uh, I'm super excited about this shit, so let's get this thing fucking I am, too. <laughs> let's fucking do this. So, Tina, you brought up a, a really good story the other day that kind of like super piqued my interest and it's one of those things that like they became they came out with a netflix special like i don't know seven months ago about working in the fucking triangle in california whatever where you're you know producing weed or you know processing weed before this all this shit was legalized like it was a different world back then oh yeah oh yeah it was uh, yeah, because I mean, it, it was very, I mean, a lot of states still is illegal, but, you know, and when I did it, it was, it was still illegal. You know, we always feared um, cops coming on and, you know, property and such, but I mean, it, it was, it was an opportunity and I, I ran with it. it was, let's start from, let's start from the beginning. So like the, when I read it or when I read into it, it was like I hopped on a plane or another plane or and then an Uber and then some other shit and it was like holy fuck, no way, like, that's, that's yeah. crazy, that going in at one, going in at blind is nuts for me, I, for, I'm, I want to be in control of everything, and then going yeah. into something like that, that's like the exact opposite of what I, go, what I want to go into, so can and, you start from there for me? That's it, you know, I, I like to be in control <laughs> as well, so I, I had a, a 
great position. You know, I loved what I did. Um, I was a staffing director, loved it. Unfortunately, hated the company. I was working, you know, 60 plus hours. I never touched a cigarette until I worked there. Just horrendous company um, to work with. And I, I'll never forget, it was a Monday. And I was walking home and I just, I had just worked my ass off to hire, hire for like Technon. So I'm like, you know, like Comic-Con for tech nerds and um, worked, you know, from four in the morning to 11 at night, crazy shit. And I, it just went, I, I was walking back and I crossed the um, convention center and I see everything set up, you know, and I see the people that I hired working and I'm like, this is it. Like, I got to do something different. I mean, I was, I would literally just working to pay my bills in an apartment that I never saw. I was always staying with my friend who lived a block away from the convention center. That way, in case I needed to call me, I could run to work. So mm. anyways, a friend of mine was like, hey, you know, I'm out here trimming bud, um, you know, yada, yada, and you should come out. And, you know, people always say, you know, you should do this, you know, you should come out down, get you done. Crazy shit. Never like, ending story. Never ending story. Yeah. Everybody fucking says that. Yeah. Exactly. So I, um, so he would send me videos and videos and videos. I'm sitting at my desk, like, I just want to trim it all and just smoke it all. And <laughs> so then I, uh, I, I decided that Monday, I went to my friend's apartment. I bought a one-way ticket. And by that Wednesday, I was out. I had sold my, um, my apartment. I'd given away everything, everything I couldn't. I, would, I had two big-ass suitcases with me. Like It was like a duffel bag with like little wheels and an actual suitcase. And I, I flew out there. I, had to, I jumped on the plane. And then I had to take a train, a bus. And then the last one was an Uber ride. Because, again, like I was completely blindsided. I didn't know where I was. Um, yeah, I've been to Cali many times, but I didn't know like the mountain area. Um, you know, I'm hoping that this is legit. You know, I get there and they're like, oh, you can't do this. Oh, fuck that. You know, I'm going to be a homeless person with two suitcases. Welcome to Krispy um, Kreme. You're working at Krispy <laughs> Kreme now. Fucking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Good Burger. Home of Good Burger. <laughs> um, so it was, it, it was interesting, but um, I'll never forget, like, you know, I'm taking this Uber ride and I, you know, I, after all this, you know, I don't have too much financial means to like be taking a ride there two hours, you know, and come back and, I'll never forget being in the Uber ride and we're talking and talking and we just drive into the mountains and there's no service. And my friend told me, he was like, there's not going to be any service. He's like, but once you get to like the end of the road, there's a post office, you know, I'll meet you there. And I'm like, fuck, like going to a post office at like 10 o'clock at night, you know, in the woods with no service, like what? Perfectly this safe. Perfectly safe. You know, I um, single, single at the email. You're so safe. Um, You're intimidating, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I got these, I got the, you know, caffeine gun Um, but I, I'll never forget, I was, I went into the mountain, and I looked up, and I've never seen, you know, I've been camping my entire life, I've been, you know, cross country, I've never seen stars so bright, and the trees just, yeah. you know, went, you know, into the clouds, and I remember just, like, feeling so free, I was like, <sighs> I don't even care if it works. This is where I need to be right now. Mm-hmm. Luckily, my friend showed up, you know, and then we come to the mountain and, you know, we're, we're sleeping in tents. I brought my own tent with me and I had to go get a sleeping bag and such. And, um, you know, I remember waking up the next day and I walked out and I see this, the, you know, view that I have in that, that video. I have the mountain view and, you know, it's breathtaking. And I turned the other direction. It's like acres of weed. And I'm just like, I now know how Cheech and Chong feel. Like that's fucking I, crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, and it was it was amazing. There was, um, you know, there was a few other Americans with me out there as well, mainly foreigners. You know, we had Frenchie, which from France. We had um, Amelia from you know Peru. All this stuff, and you know, we had a large tent where we were in. We would trim. We would have you know the heaters. We would have music. We'd just be you know rolling blunt, smoking, chilling, talking, conversing, and then the other tent. We had an actual DJ set set up. No um, way. We, yes, yes. Frenchie was a DJ, so he did that. And we had this like little stove thing, you know, like little burners. That's what I made their first Thanksgiving dinner with. But um, it it was trippy because it was the best time of my life. Like I've experienced so much in life. I mean, I could write a book. You know, the hardships, the ups, downs. But these people made me realize I have not done shit with my life. 
Um, but it was, it was really cool because we were all in it together. You know, we were there to make money and enjoy ourselves. And every time we'd go to town, like, well, we're going to town. I was like, oh my God, we're going to town. You know, kind of how I am now. Going to AP, I'm like, well, let me be, you know, let me get my nice outfit on, you know. <laughs> get dressed up to go to the grocery store. Yeah. 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 And so that's how it was, um, there, you know, we'd all go to the one store and it's so funny because you could all, it was a town of trimmers, you know, they're all trimming. You could tell because the the resin from the weed would be on the edge of our jackets because you know we would just be in it all day so it's like brown here brown on our shoe you know on our hands like 10 layers of skin um you know then we would go to other the other areas of where they're trimming and we'd have like little parties it was insane it was utterly insane i you know i spent my 29th birthday up there um at the, towards the end i was the only american left um you know, and then I was like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. I was like, y'all, you know, do you guys do, you know, green bean casserole or sweet potatoes with marshmallows? And everyone's like, what the fuck? These Americans, you know, they eat like they have health care. Um, so I took that day off of trimming. I got permission to do that. And I just cooked all day for them. And it was such a blast. You know, we spent Thanksgiving together. Uh, French, you would make this thing called a uh, hot wine, a warm wine where you get red wine. It's kind of like a sangria, you know, mm-hmm. in a pot with stuff. And um, so we would have that. and it was just insane because one of the girls that I was there with, she was pregnant. She was three or four months pregnant, but she had just come from Peru or yeah, Peru. And she had lived with a shaman for six months while they did ayahuasca and just found her life invigorating and mind changing. And I'm like, damn, I haven't done shit with my life. Yo, like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I literally not did shit with my life at all. <laughs> like it made me feel like a, a bougie rich kid who was just handed everything in life who just you know and that's not the case um how long were you out there for i was out there for two and a half months okay two and a half yeah two and a half months i'm sure that time just flew by too because i mean you guys it it, it flew by you know i mean i uh like two of the two of the girls were from um they were these two dutch women god i've never seen a woman like them like they were like big and bulky and like you know like but they look like they came from beer fest, you know, like they could just fuck shit up. And um, they said that they would, you know, trim by when, it, you know, in the, in the States and then they would go to another country and go pick cherries. And then they would go here because that's how they traveled. And then they would make, they walked away with like 20 grand from trimming, but they're just in there just because each, each bud was different. Like there's some that would, you know, you would make, um, you know, 150 an hour trimming it, but it was more tedious. So it took longer, you know, so. And then there were some that, you know, you'd make 50 bucks off. And that was the easiest one. So it really added up. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. You know, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I told him I did. I was like, I'll try to bud. You know, my house while I'm trying to break it up. But, you know, I, yeah, I do. I can do anything, you know. I've never seen so much Cheech and Chong and, you know, Tommy Chong movies in my life. I watched oh, Snoop Dogg. How does Snoop Dogg, you know, how does Snoop do it? You know, well, Snoop does it like this. And uh, it, I had... The closer you put it to your face, the easier it gets, right? Yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, so I got it, and then you lick it, and then you like a typewriter, ding, 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 ding. Um, yeah, it, it was insane, you know, because I'd never, I, it was something I've always wanted to experience, but I never thought I'd had the opportunity, or if I, or if the opportunity presented itself, I would make an excuse, like, like for instance, I don't have enough time, you know, mm-hmm. when I'm you know or um i have i have my big girl job i can't i can't leave that you know that security um of going into the unknown you know but that the craziest thing is when you take a leap of faith and just jump into it that's when it turns out to be just the best experience you know um it was very unfortunate because when we all finished trimming bud we all we were close to san francisco we were in stockton and we all went to san francisco and I actually got mugged. So we went to a hostel. I'd never stayed at a hostel before. And I was not about to leave my money there. Well, I took it with me, of course. And I think someone at the bar saw that when I had my purse. And long story short, yeah, I got my purse taken. But, and that sucked. You know, I spent. I mean, that's time. San Francisco, though. I've spent so much time out in San Francisco. And like growing up in Sacramento, I was always in the Bay. And it's like the city really never sleeps. And the city. When it, when it gets dark, and it sounds like you guys are out there in the dark, it like yep. it turns and it's completely different than daytime. Like it's a tourist trap during the day, but at nighttime, like 
the amount of crime that happens in the city is fucking crazy. It, it is. It's night and day. It really is. Um, but, you know, when I called my mom and told her, she's like, Tina, I'll get you a ticket, you know, back here. I'm like, mom, I've always wanted to come to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm here. You know, when am I going to be able to come back? I'm going to have an excuse if I don't have the time or money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I ended up staying at my first hostel and I went to another one. Uh, met my bunkmate. We went to SantaCon together. We went everywhere. You know, I lived off very little. I would eat Chinatown food every day, which I did not complain. Um, <laughs> I went to the pier. I went to Golden State Park. I went to Golden State Bridge. I, I learned dance lessons in the park. I had picnics with my friends. I watched thousands of Santas do the SantaCon and, um, you know, watch them do the walk of shame the next day. Cause you, know, you can always tell they're in fucking Santa outfits, you know? So <laughs> it, it was an amazing experience. And from there I went to LA and got a very, very interesting position, um, job wise. But it, you know, had I not taken that one leap of faith, you know, just, just yeah. that one, I would not have ever, I wouldn't be here right now, you know, with the same mindset and mind frame or experience. There's it definitely no opens up a, a ton of doors and like you're, you, you allowed yourself to be vulnerable enough to go and experience that shit, whether or not it was illegal or safe or across the board, like completely fucking crazy. You got to meet these people yeah. from all over the world. And then you took the experience from those people in this random fucking forest doing cutting bud, like something you had no clue how you're, how to do it or what you're going to do there. And then fucking took it down the road with you, not necessarily doing the same thing, but incorporating it into a different, different lifestyle. Yeah, that's exactly it. You know, I took, you know, and the thing is we are so, as humans, we're so afraid of, of being vulnerable. We're afraid of people seeing us be vulnerable, you know, kind of like with our emotions, you know, like with, with men, especially, you know, men, oh, you, you know, you can't cry. Men don't have emotions. Who the fuck says that? You know, um, when you're vulnerable, you're, you allow yourself to open that door for opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, but it takes a lot to really just, you know, say fuck it and drop the tell, you know, and just run out there. Um, it, accepting it's vulnerability, like, Yes. Most people refuse to accept it because they're like, no, I got to be tough. Like people can't see me that do that. People can't see me do this shit. And it's like, yeah. we're raised that way. People as a, yeah. a whole are raised that way. Cause if you wear it, then people are going to judge you by it. But if you fucking wear it and address it and, and don't fucking care what people think about you, then it's going to be just fine. I promise. Yeah. It, it's going to be just fine. You're going to be fine. You know, um, we humans are, we're made to go to battle. We're made for wars. We're made to withstand anything, you know? Survival. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's survival. And I've always had, you know, since a kid, you know, I'm adopted. I have, I've always had survival mode, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, it's, it was, it was a scary opportunity because again, like I, what if I went out there and I failed, you know, or, or something happened and I'm, literally in the mountains with two suitcases praying life turns out okay. Um, and because of it, you know, I'm, I'm still friends with those people. We still talk to this day. Uh, one of them is coming to Austin uh, with a couple other people, you know, a little road trip. Well, I don't know anytime soon, but they were supposed to, but. When the world <laughs> back opens back up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's easy. Like, you know, and you know, my mom, you know, for instance, mom's a teacher, you know, she doesn't do anything illegal. She thinks how is, one of the worst curse words, you know? Um, so it's, you know, she, she brought it up to stay, you know, she's like, Tina, you know, had you not gone to trim bud and this, and, and I'm like, I, I would have been such a little bitch. I would have been such a little bitch scared of life. I mean, it's true. It really, you know, I would have been, I would have been the biggest walking doormat. And that's what I was. I was, you know, I allowed a company to define me and define my worth, you know, who the fuck was this company? You know, I was making them money. You know, I was doing this. I was putting my health on the line. I was putting my stress, my mentality, my mental health, everything on the line. And for what? You know, yeah, it may have been illegal. I get it. But according to Catholic priests, it was premarital sex. You know, look at us just being a, just going around being horish alcoholics. Look at us, you know? Look at, <laughs> you know, that's, that's the case. And, um, you know, from there, you know, again, I went to San Francisco, I went to LA, I went to Denver, I went to Vegas, I went here. I had, I not taken that step, you know, again, like I said, it's a domino effect. Um, Mm -hmm. there will never, 
ever regret it. And the people that I met, you know, again, and their couple during the summer there, they lived in Alaska and they, and they're a uh, commercial fisher, fishermen, you know, and they do that mm. on the boat for the, they come trim, but it's like, you would never believe, you know, looking at these people, you'd be like, there's no way in hell these people trim, but you know, um, much less, the book by its cover. exactly, exactly. You know, which is sad because we're, we're, we're so, uh, we're raised like that, you know, to mm-hmm. be just assholes, but it, it, it was, you know, and it, it's really because, you know, I posted that photo and that video, but, you know, I'm like, oh, what are people going to think, you know, and oh, what do people think, you know, you're not paying yeah. my bills unless you're, no. you know, if you're paying my your bills and we, then you could talk, but. You're, yeah, but you're it, it goes, my- it goes back to like, you were, you were able to really accept the fact that, hey, this is a leap of faith. I don't know how the shit's going to work. I don't know anything about yeah. this area I'm going into. And uh, yeah, I got a friend that's out there, but who knows how fucking trustworthy this friend really is. Yeah. And is this friend going to save me if we go down? Yeah. You know, it's kind of yeah. like, a, well, you're, you're, Jack's holding onto that damn door and Rose doesn't want to let go. You know, it's, that's how it is. Did and you just fucking pull a Titanic reference out? And I did. I think it's about time we open the Titanic back up, you know, for business. Um, you know, no. <laughs> Nick, I'm just saying, but it, it is, you know, and people, you know, you and other people were like, dude, that's badass. And, yeah. you know, people yeah. I never thought would reach out and, uh, for, pertaining to that subject have, yeah. I think with us, you know, and kind of like with this pandemic, we do not discuss like mental health issues. We don't discuss, you know, all this stuff because of what it would look like, you know, um, you know, I have to vulnerability, be vulnerability. The, it's, it, it all stems back to that. Like there's shit in here. I don't want to address on a regular no. basis all the fucking time. Oh hell no. There's, there's things that I, I sure as hell do not want to address. I don't want people knowing about it. I don't, mm, 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 mm. but opening up, you know, helps others. You know, when I see someone talking about mental health issue or this or that, it's like, okay, now I can talk about it, you know, mm-hmm. or how, how someone, you know, overcame that, mm-hmm. you know, your survival can help someone else on their journey or, you know, even like someone who wants to quit their job and, you know, do something, but they can't find the passion to, or they need that one kick in the ass, you know, kind of like that 70 show. I'm going to put my foot up your ass, you know, Eric type go, shit. Go red foreman on somebody. Go, yeah, you have to go red foreman. And again, that's being vulnerability is being raw. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm a person who I told, you know, I told my friend this and, he said it was a damn good thing. I said, I want to see the light at the end of the tunnel without having to light that bitch up myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to experience life. You know, we don't, we don't get a redo. We don't, this is not a seven day free trial. You know, um, time, you know, people are like, oh, well, with my mom, the biggest concern was, Tina, how are you going to make money? What if you don't make money out there? Time is money. Time is the most valuable currency. And what I do at that time and how I utilize it is the biggest payoff. And I, I really wish people could have done it with, you know, nowadays friends like, how can I do it? How can I do it? I said, well, now it's, you know, more, it's legal places. Now they have warehouses, they have different stuff. So it's mm-hmm. a lot harder. So I got in when the, you know, the dirt was just being laid down. You know, I got the raw part, you know, I don't, I didn't get to sit in a nice, lovely warehouse with AP getting, you know, doing all that. I did not. I was, I mean, I had to, I wear so many layers when I had to go pee, I, they would get stuck. I'd be in the porter potty like, oh, help. <laughs> yeah. I can't get my pants on. Help. Like it was, it was raw. It was, you know, dirty. And there was times where I, you know, didn't take a shower and I'm pretty sure I smelled and, you know, amongst other things, like I didn't even know what a razor was, you know? Um, you went full so hippie. It, you went full I went hippie. Full, I went full tree hugger. Like that's my tree over there. Do not touch it. You, you were literally full. hugging trees on a hourly basis with yeah, your hands. I was literally holding trees. The trees were in my palm, you know? Um, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, I mean, it, there was days where it was so fucking cold and it would, you know, one of the night days it snowed. Um, I did not want to get up, but you know, I was like, I don't want to go out there, but I did. And every time I would look at that mountain, I'm like, everything in life is so minimal, you know, it's, we, we turn small things into big things and we really don't need to, you know, I, I, when I got out of that truck and looked up at the sky, I thought, 
why am I worrying about the small stuff? Why am I sweating it? Mm-hmm. All small stuff, you know? We're this it, big. We are this big. We really are. You know, I had, I have an, uh, an ex who, you know, um, you know, he's like, you know, every time I go through a breakup, my dad gets a salt, you know, shaker and, you know, dumps it out and says, can you find that one grain of salt? He goes, no. He goes, so why worry about it? Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of how our problem is. We seem to intensify and enhance it. Like you said, the, vic- the victim card. Mm-hmm. You know, what happens to us is not our choice, but how long we choose to gra- grasp onto it and, you know, run with it, that is. So, I, again, like I, I have videos of, you know, those people and I, I miss them all the time. You know, the video that I posted the other day, I, I remember sitting there, you know, and Frenchie's right there and Greg's right there. And, you know, they're arguing about stupid stuff, you know, and, and Frenchie's like, well, do it. Oh, I will. But don't do it. Oh, I will. You know, and I'm <laughs> be able to witness it it's like you know me telling that story it's like i could tell you the story but it's like fuck it's like i i can't even put in words and i am very vocal i can't even put in words like what that experience felt like and just i don't think there was a time i've ever been that happy yeah. you know in layers covered and you know resin and smelling and everything i i don't think i've ever been that happy you know is it because is it because you were sober or is it because of the amount of like freedom was there? Like you made the ultimate decision to be there. I I mean there there were some days I wasn't sober. There's some days <laughs> some days like I remember one time I was I was pretty drunk. That that wine on a cold night, that warm wine does wonders, okay? The French know what the fuck they're doing, by the way. Um and I remember like, you know, I had like ten hoods on, you know, on my gloves and I'm like stumbling like down the hill to my tent and I'm like I'm like, oof, you drunk, you know, like, <laughs> like <laughs> And we, I remember like sitting there, like outside my tent, just like sitting there, and I was like, hmm, "I'm so happy right now." <laughs> and I was, I was fucked up. But you know, I was again, I wasn't causing any harm to anyone. I wasn't causing harm to myself. Yeah. Um, but I, I was there. I was present. You know, a lot of us like can be somewhere. We can be having dinner with a boyfriend. You know, parents. But it doesn't mean we're present. You know, it doesn't. It just means we're there. It's fucking, so everybody sits on their fucking phones all the time. Yeah. It's like, it, okay, convenience is great. Like, it being is so convenient is amazing. Because it, it completely changed the world. Like, you put a, a huge computer that was taking up so much space into the palm of your hands, but now it literally controls every motion you make. Like, you Everything. can't fucking leave the house without it. There's no way. No. You know, I I uh I recently thought I had my phone stolen and I flipped shit. You know, it wasn't just like because of social media or anything. It was like I'm in a lockdown. How you know if something happens or this or that. I mean, I went full panic mode. Like I, you could tell me, you know, someone passed away and I'd be like, okay, but I can't call them. I don't have a phone. You know, it was it was directed to that. Yeah. And I how how much um you know it it irks me when I go somewhere or do something and I see people on their phones. It's like, dude, just live in the fucking moment. Mm-hmm. You know, you do not know you're going to get that back. Mm-hmm. You really don't. Um, and I had a friend ask me recently, they're like, you know, do you think everything's going to go back to normal? You know, like, do you think people are actually going to want to go to restaurants and stuff? I said, yes, but you know, it's going to be different. You're not going to see their fucking phones in their hand. It'll be a new normal. It'll be a different normal. Yeah. We live off our phones. We have to have this in our hand all the time. Um, which is sad. So I think people, when they got to eat, they're going to enjoy it. You know, they're going to be able to sit there without their phones and hopefully enjoy the meal because it's something that they didn't cook. You know, it's in a restaurant that they couldn't come to for a month or so. Mm-hmm. Well, will it go back to that, you know, before? Yeah, of course. But for that one small moment, it's going to be completely different. Mm-hmm. And we could hope, I mean, we yeah. hope, we hope that it's going to open people's eyes to the fact that there's a lot of things missing now, especially right now. But we could hope that the the moment that everything kind of kind of opens back up, where you don't have to wear the masks and you don't have to wear the gloves, and things kind of return to a semi-normal, but it would be like the new normal. We appreciate more of being able to go out like that, not fucking protesting, not doing all this stupid shit that's going to put us in harm way, but actually appreciating the moments that we have now that are outside of our dwelling, which again is. You know, a lot of people don't have the op- opportunity to stay at home. They have, don't have a home to stay in. Like, you could drive around no. downtown now, and it's like the Walking Dead downtown. Like, 
it's scary. It is scary. It really is, you know, and, and that's, that's just it for the moment, you know, we, I've seen it, you know, um, I went downtown the other day just driving around and I'm like, this is scary as shit. You know, this is really scary that we're going through this. And, um, but you know, when we, again, like when we go, when I think about me going to a restaurant, you know, and the waiter's like, you know, can I start you off with any drinks and appetizers? All of it. <laughs> On you know, mama, mama took her lactose pill, <laughs> mozzarella sticks, baby. Yeah, oh, like, think about it like this. Okay, if I'm going to order a favor, if I'm going to get food to order to my house, and am I really going to order an appetizer along with my entree? Because it's all coming at the same time. Like, it, how am I going to start with the appetizer if I want to go straight to the entree? Why don't yep. I just order two entrees? Exactly. No, that's, you're going to... You know, again, you're going to be, enjoy a little more, and, you know, it's like, you're going to, I mean, it's going to be so funny, like, watching, I almost wish I was a server in this moment, because you're going to be watching people, and you're like, 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 like a cow up. looking at a new gate. <laughs> yeah, you know, look at it, it's a restaurant, people, oh, look at people around us, you know, oh it's so sad that we've come to that, but also it's kind of it's kind of like a like a born again moment mm -hmm. you know this is kind of our redo mm -hmm. this is our this is our redo. you know we don't get to do redo much shit in life but this is when we get to um all, all the introverted people are like okay and all the extroverted people are like where are my friends at? Let me talk to yeah. everybody every day I gotta be in the I gotta be all in one frame so we feel like we're touching that's that's exactly it you know i think i i uh associate myself as being very um i i'm both you know i love some alone time i need to recharge but then i also am very social and it's so funny you say that because there's a comedian you know trey kennedy who does those skits and it was the introvert or extrovert you know and the, the guy was like what do i do like i need social i need social interaction and the guy was like welcome to my paradise you know it's like and then he was like meow meow hi 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 you know and yeah. it's it's yeah. I've seen people like that. I mean, I have friends who are just losing their minds. Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, just calm down. You know, it's, again, I put myself in situations that, you know, I didn't think I'd come out of, or I just didn't have answers for, you know, again, like when I got mugged in San Antonio, uh, San Francisco, I did not know what the fuck I was going to do. You know, fucking crazy. I was like, I don't even have my card with me. I don't have any of this stuff with me. Like what, you know, what am I going to do? And if I get a hotel or in a hostel and, it, it was it was crazy, um, it, but it was again such a life changing moment that I will forever worship because every person I interacted with, you know, even meeting someone from Germany when I was crossing the pier, and I had my headphones, and had I not, you know, stopped at that one moment, we would have not interacted, and I would not had you know experienced the best days of my life with this person. So it's it's really, you know, it, you have to make the best of every situation. You know, there's always going to be hard times. There's always going to be things that that test our strength. But we also have to remember how resilient we are. You know, we don't, you know, don't mind the bullshit. It's really a lot of, it's like, it's like we're, we're the newly washed cars and life is the pigeon. It just wants to shit on us. You know, it's, it's just gonna shit on us. It's like, ooh, we'll see that car over there, newly washed. <laughs> you know, it just shits on everything we love. But if you but, walk around feeling like you're always gonna get shit on, then you're never gonna get anything done, ever. Drive yeah. the fucking car. It's okay. It'll wash I mean, when, off. Yeah, granted, granted. When I you know I'm on slaughter, or by slaughter in 35 Walmart, and it's like Alfred Hitchcock, the birds. Then I'm a little worried. I'm gonna shit on. Um, but you know that, that's. And, but then I think if I get shit on it, that's good luck in Italy. You know, so <laughs> it. You know, it sounds so bad, but it's it, different it's strokes. Really, different strokes. It for is, sure. Exactly, and so um, yeah, so that's why you know I love. I love talking about, you know, with the weed trimming and this and that, because, you know, people are just like, oh, you know, she has, she has this drug, so she has this, like, so, um, again, judging a book by its cover, you know? It's a job. It's a job. Like, it, okay, granted, yes, it is very illegal or was very illegal. Now in California, yep. it is just part of the process. So it's like, why are you, why are you overlooking the hustle? and really diving more into the fact that yes it wasn't socially acceptable then but it was still definitely a fucking hustle like you make money and yep. in in the moment 
to like really completely clear up the mental clarity and the fucking amount of stress you're going through with work. You're like, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm going. It was, it was, you know, it was like a fuck it. I'm, this cannot exhaust me as much as I already am with this lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Bills. I I mean, I had my apartment, I had my bills paid. I had nice things, but man, I was fucking miserable. You know, it just goes to show you have everything you want in life and still be miserable. You know, it's like that quote, Jim Carrey saying, I wish everyone become millionaires and actors and this and that. And that way they can see that it's not, you know, what it's made up to be. And when I did it, you know, I had a lot of friends from high school that were just like, oh, you know, she's trimming bud and this and that. And then now I have a few of them who are actually working at dispensaries. It's like, just because I went feet, you know, feet first, just dove the fuck in when you were scared to, you know, does not make it, does not make what I did wrong or, you know, anything. It just goes to show that I have more balls than most people. You know? I'm telling you, like people are going to judge no matter what you do. This, exactly. this, like literally this, like people don't agree with everything I say. People aren't going to agree with what you say. People aren't going to agree with, nope. with the, the hustle and the shit that you're doing. But does it fucking matter? No, it doesn't. Uh, if you nope. want to say something, feel free to say it. Is it going to change me posting this on the internet? No, it's not. If you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it. This is, this is an hour of your life you don't have to fucking, you don't have to attend. But there is somebody no. that's going to draw a connection to that shit. And the fact that you did it and you, you took this experience and you fucking dove feet first, head first, whatever you want to be, you dove in and really accepted the fact that, okay, I'm going to take this vulnerability and I'm going to go and learn something new away from my element and like completely be, I'm afraid, but it's okay. I'm going to learn, but it's yep. okay. And I'm going to, if I die... Well, that didn't go as planned, but you did it. I mean, so I, mean, yeah, I could be possibly taken out by a, you know, I survived Everclear in my twenties and eighteen oh teens, and now I'm might be taken out by a fucking beer. Like really, <laughs> you, know, but, you know, it's it is what it is, you know. And again, like it was frustrating, you know. They don't people didn't see like the behind the scenes of me having to lug around two heavy ass fucking suitcases, but I yeah. needed them, you know, or they didn't see that I had to get on a bus and I missed the other one and I'm walking around. And I don't know anyone and this, you know, they don't see the behind the scenes and you know, they're so quick to judge. Again, people are, like you said, people are always going to have someone to talk about. If you have a problem with me, call me. If you don't have my number, well then you don't know me well enough to have a problem with me. You know, simple as that. So it's okay. It, it's okay. You're not yeah. going to lose sleep over it. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, you know, I, I, it was funny. The other day I was getting into bed and I was like, I was like, you know, how do I sleep at night knowing that I just, you know, don't give a fuck about any other problem? <laughs> like a baby. Yeah, like a baby. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it, it is what it is. But, it, again, I would, I would do it all over again, you know. Um, I really would. And I'm glad that I got the experience of that as opposed to the polished dispensary, you know, yeah. cush thing. I'm not hating on that. I'm just saying yeah. I got the front line of it. Um, and that will always be you know, worth more than any money in the world. It really is. I, if, they, if someone said, Tina, I want to give you a million dollars or you'd experience that type of life, you know, with the traveling after and doing, I would say, keep the fucking million, keep it really, you know, I will, I'll find a way to make it later. Mm-hmm. But, but the memories that I made were worth millions plus more. Okay. So it wouldn't mean shit to me if I had not experienced that. You know, um, I really wish people would go after what they want in life, you know, because at one point we're going to say we're too old for this or we're not in good health for this. Or like right now, you know, pandemic could, you know, scare, you know, there's, there's different shit. There's always going to be something that pops up. I saw those hurdles. I saw those obstacles, but I'm a jumper, you know, and bob and weave. I'm short as fuck. I'm used to bobbing and weaving on people, you know, you know, soft boss. Um, so it's, it is what it is. And again, I've never hated on anyone for doing what they love, you know? Um, and I never will. I've always encouraged it, you know? Yeah. You may not make as much money. Yeah. You know, you're going to be on the front line. Yeah. You may not have a place to live, but all that shit will come together when it needs to, you know? Um, and it may come out better. You may come out 
winning, you know, yeah, you gave up this Well, you got this instead, you know, so, you know, you gave up this slice of pie. Well, now they're giving up, you know, buy one pie, get two free over here. You're, you're getting, you're, you may get more out of it than when you went in and yeah, people sure. need to learn to take that fucking risk and just jump in, you know, kind of like Barton Springs, for instance, water's cold as shit. It's, it's cold fucking as shit. cold. Jump. It's like Just 50 jump. degrees a year around. 50 oh, degrees. Yeah, it's cool as fuck. Don't, don't put your toe in it like, <laughs> Just no. a tip. Just a tip. Yeah, here's a tip, you know. But it, you just got to jump the fuck in. Once you do, once you swim around, does it not get warm? Do you not enjoy it? And then, you know, when you get out, you enjoy it more. That's the experience people need to, you know, go through. It's hard for people to accept change. Change is, a, I mean going through it now like it on a personal level if you, it, you see change and you're not well equipped to, to deal with it it's hard to accept it you don't want to go through it and it's like well you're doing this and you do that and you can't talk blah 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 blah, blah. all these excuses for not to do it yeah there's always that's just it there there's always going to be an excuse as to why you know well okay excuse aside you know, the, the why nots or the should nots. What about the what ifs? Yeah. You know, what if yeah. this happens? What if this comes about it? Or what if, what if you don't walk away with anything but just being, you know, a, a stronger, you know, a stronger bit? You know, like it's, it's ter- like I was terrified going into a freaking woods and I'm like, I swear to God, you know, I've seen Fargo, I've seen strangers, I've seen, you know, get out, like Blair Witch Project. <laughs> Blair Witch Project, you know, they're running and my nose is dripping. I'm like, I'm scared. You know, Camera's fucking happens. shaking everywhere. I'm like shake, but my pants are falling off because my long johns. You know, oh, I don't know what God. to do. Oh, it, it, it is, you know, but again, I will never, ever, ever forget. You know, I don't have children. I've been married. I guarantee that maybe those, you know, we were magical. But until then, I looking up in that sky and just exhaling all the bullshit out was worth it um yeah. i again i lived in a fucking tent you know and it's not glamorous and it it was not a glamorous at all but it sure as hell was breathtaking and so, like in that in that moment like looking back on it what would you say was the biggest thing that you're able to take from that you mean that i took away from the from trimming trimming bud mm-hmm. um, well first of all that I can really trim the fuck out something like Edward Scissorhands. Um, but I took away with it how, how strong I am and how brave and fearless. And, you know, I, I've known this about myself, but I allow other people to either dampen it, you know, or kind of convince me that I'm not, you know, that person or I can never be that person or I'm not worthy of being that person. So it's really easy, especially for me, I'm a person who overanalyzes everything. You know, you can think of something once. I'm going to think about it 10 times, you know, in the hour. It's, yeah, it's all mental. We, we also have to understand that our brains are the biggest mindfuck. It will trick us and trick us and trick us. But it's up to us because it is our brain is up to us to unlearn and inherit other things. It's so, ultimately up to you what you do. If you don't yeah. want to breathe, guess what? You're going to stop breathing. Yeah. You're going to think about breathing 10 times before you take one breath? If you don't want to swim anymore, you're just going to stop swimming. You know, Um, it it, it is what it is. And, you know, it, I had to kind of step back and not listen to people. And it's so hard to do that, especially with friends and family talking in your ear. This is what can go wrong. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, you're sitting there, a lot can go wrong. You know, they're right. But telling yourself, okay, that can go wrong. But what if 10 things go right? You know, taking the leap and not just taking the leap into that situation, but taking a leap of faith in yourself, knowing that you are resilient and that you are strong enough to overcome anything. And I did, you know, again, I went through hell to try and get there. And some, I mean, there's many times where I just broke down and cried because, you know, I'm like, I spent all these, you know, this month's trimming and my money's gone and this and that. And I feel so alone. I have nowhere to go, but I don't want to go home to, you know, people saying, well, see what happened. You know, it it was that type of situation where I had to sit there and think, okay, Tina, you have two choices, you know, either fall back into comfort or step out of it. 
and see where it goes. And that's exactly what I did. So if that's anything I could take from it. It was really how fucking resilient I am. Mm-hmm. And I do not give myself enough credit for that. You know, mm-hmm. bad, bad things have happened in my life. Horrendous things happen that I would never wish upon anyone. But I also, you know, because of those bad things, I am, I, w- I was able to be that strong. So you have to keep, it's like the brick, you know, wall, a brick wall. You have to keep putting the layers and layers and layers and layers on. You know, yeah, you're building up a wall, but it's a strong ass fucking wall. You know, yeah, that's fucking powerful. Yeah, that's, a, that, I mean, that's from the whole thing, like people listening to the beginning to the end, like that's going to be, you've gone through a lot. You've, you've battled with a shit ton, especially going, leaving the grow and then going to fucking the city and then all the other shit in between. Like that's, people don't give themselves enough credit and really think about and reflect on the shit that they've gone through. And then they, instead they beat themselves up here without giving themselves the wins. You have the win, take the win. And that's, you know, that's it, you know, and, um, you know, for instance, like I had, you know, with my childhood, I put, I've, I've put my, I put my parents in jail as a kid and, um, you know, telling people that they, they get this image of, you know, I'm weak or, you know, whatever image they get, you know, um, I've had people <clears throat> throw it in my, in my face of, you know, you didn't have an up good upbringing or you don't have a father figure, you don't have this. Yeah, but I, again, I am so fucking strong, you know, I, I have moments of weakness for sure. You know, again, my brain is the biggest cunt sometimes, you know, but she, she is also, I am in charge of her, you know, she's, she's my bitch, you know, um, and you, you had to keep looking at like that with that point of view. And I guarantee it will get you so much further in life, you know. And it, it's true. Like there's, again, there's times I just want to come home and cry, you know, just run to my mom's arms and just give up. But I didn't, I told myself, stay, see what happens. See how strong you are on your own two feet. See what you're capable of, you know, see what, if you can make a dollar into 10, 10 into 20 and so forth. And that's exactly what I did. Um, and I was, I had to be my own support system at time. You know, that's even harder because, you know, I'm, I'm there alone, but I mean, I'm there alone. You know, there was no one sitting with me when I'm crying about my purse or calling the cops and having a file of police report and them saying, well, it is what it is. You know, it, no one was there for me when I'm sitting on those, you know, those, the, the police station steps crying and thinking I am so alone and there's nothing anyone could fucking do, nor do they want to. And I had to just get up off the staircase and just go back to my hostel and come up with a plan. Yeah, and that's that, what I did. San Francisco is a fickle bitch. That's a, that's a crazy oh. city. I spent plenty of time there. And I mean, like, whenever I was there, I was definitely not doing the most uh, PG things. And I yeah. was there a lot. And I mean, I was there at nighttime. I was, I grew up with a rocky, rocky, rocky childhood. And I'm going to leave it at the, the fact that all the things that you discovered about yourself with the grow and discovered with yourself uh, post-grow, pre-grow, and then like the mental aspect of, of really tapping into the like self-discovery side of things and people refusing to really reflect on the things that they've gone through and owning the things that they've really achieved on a day-to-day basis. Like literally, I have a sign behind me that says, just remember all you accomplished today, literally right behind me. Every fucking day I read that. And it's like, if people thought for two seconds, just remember all that you accomplished today, they would completely approach everything differently. It's fucking, yes. it's one of those things I couldn't preach more, but it's been incredible talking to you and hearing that story from you. And I really respect the amount of vulnerability that you brought to the table with this whole thing. And I would love to talk a little bit more about so many different things and we could fucking keep rolling forever. But I definitely think people are going to be like, Hey, you know what? It's been over an hour and I got to get back to work. <laughs> no, but I understand. Thank there's, there's you lots of stuff. so much. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on with me. And thank you so much for literally like opening up to me and to the community to watch. And it's been a pleasure, and I hope you have a wonderful evening. So you as well.
you for having me on. You know, I love talking. You know, I never shut the fuck up. So it's it's always great. It's, it's great, okay. You know? It's that's what it takes for somebody that's leading an interview. It's letting you talk until you have to be redirected, and then it's kind of like the, the shh, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I all the time. I'm like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> yeah. It is true, but it was, no, it, I'm glad because then, you know, people can get the behind the scenes and, you know, there's many times where I see people doing this and I'm like, how they started or where they, what they do or, yeah. what was, you know, you get the behind the scenes and sometimes that's really all you need, you know, to yeah. just kind of get that. Well, she can do it. I can do it. You know, well, it's a different <laughs> aspect on like, I'm not, I'm not saying it's okay to go and fucking sell Coke, but it's, no. you made the, you I mean, made the choice that at the, in the moment was uh, the choice for you. And then now, I mean, it's a plant-based product. I'm not, I'm not pro it. I'm not against it. I don't give a fuck about it, but it's, it's a plant. Yeah. And you went and trimmed a plant. Yep. You're not out I there like the- putting, putting chemicals in a pot. Like, no, no, it's not going to, it's not going to blow a house up. Um, <laughs> it's, it, it's not. And it's, um, I, it was, yeah, it was trimming bud, but, you know, it was, you know, dissecting that, but it's also dissecting my brain and my life in the moment. Yeah. So it, it was a win. It was a win-win. So I'm glad, glad I did it. And yeah, thank you for having me. That was, was fun. I, I, I'm going to do one with my, another friend next week. So it's practice because that's going to be way more intense and in depth. Um, but I, I loved it. I definitely can see, you know, people tell me like, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to start your own. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what to start. I don't know what to do. Kind of like, you know, like the trimming, but just jump it, just jump into it's it. It's okay. You know? it, it only takes a little bit. You'll be just fine. Well, I'm glad one of us is doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, this is, uh, it's fun for me and I fucking love it. And I'm hearing all the, the responses from people is incredible. So, 